speak already it's time for our annual (laughs) our first annual christmas episode and we are gonna talk about a non-horror movie just friends or if uh i don't know you could say this is a horror movie with samantha james yeah i mean if you if you if you all you gotta do is change the score and maybe make a couple cuts here and there tighten it up a little bit yeah it could be one of the best Christmas horror movies of all time if you really want to. I think we've all dated a Samantha James in our life. Possibly. I can't say I have, I don't think. My high school girlfriend kind of reminds me of Samantha James. She was uh crazy. <laughs> Hopefully she wasn't eating toothpaste in front of your family. <laughs> it's a math. But honestly, if if you think about it, there's a lot of Christmas movies that could be considered horror movies because spending holidays with your family sometimes can be kind of excruciating. Well, I don't have to really deal with that a whole lot this year. So, yeah. I told you to come down here for Christmas, man. I know. I would love to go up there and eat pasta with your fucking Italian family and just sit around and, oh, you know what we're... and people watch. It'll be so great. Yeah, uh, we're doing, we're doing, uh, we always have, um, like ravioli or lasagna for Christmas. <laughs> of course you uh, do. And my dad's doing a prime rib this year. Oh shit. Well, so it's going to be a whole lot of whole lot of carbs. We fucking carb city. I'm uh I'm Phil by the way. This is my co-host Doug. Um, hey, it's up. If it's your first time tuning in, thank you. We usually talk about horror movies, but we were like, "Hey, what should we do for Christmas?" We're like, we have to do just friends because we quote this movie constantly on the podcast and off the podcast. Yeah, no matter what. Every time there's like an audio mistake and I can't hear Phil or Phil can't hear me, we always say the Samantha James quote. Yeah. With, uh, it's Ryan like, Reynolds, I, can't I, I can't hear you, I can't, Samantha. I can't hear you, Samantha. <laughs> oh, light bulb. Happens every time. <laughs> oh my God, Chris. <laughs> I want to lick your skin off. I prefer you did it. I prefer you didn't. But I want to. Don't. <laughs> Um. <laughs> such a, such a classic movie that I feel like no one uh I feel like it's not one of those classic Christmas movies that people really discuss like people always talk about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. They're always mentioning uh Christmas Story obviously, but somehow Just Friends gets lost in the shuffle and we're here to bring it to light. It's like it's honestly one of my favorite besides Christmas movies. Favorite comedy movies. It, it's got to be in there. Yeah. Um. I I have noticed <clears throat> over the past few years there is like um kind of a cult following for this movie. I think more people are starting to find out about it. I think. Okay, so this movie came out in two thousand five, and judging by the really bad artwork for it, it just <laughs> looks like your cliche romantic comedy. And I even remember thinking at the time, like, this looks like some generic, just run-of-the-mill romance comedy. But it is so much more than that. I mean, this movie is hilarious. Do you remember the first time you saw it? Did you see it in theaters? No, not in theaters. 
I probably saw it right around the time it came out, like 2005, 2006, somewhere in there. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um, I didn't see it in theaters. I don't even remember the first time I saw it or where I saw it. I might have saw it, I think, just because at that time, I would just go to Best Buy and just, like, buy DVDs. Yeah. And just, like, it would be like Blockbuster, you know, instead of just, like, renting it. I would just buy it, even though I never saw it. I would just do, like, blind buys. Um, <clears throat> and like you said, the cover is not uh, not forgiving. It's like the classic, like... Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson pose. It's like the guy's like, what do you want from me? And the girl's like, I know what you're up to. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. okay, this is a very run of the mill type of shit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just bought that movie and I fucking immediately loved it. Yeah. I've probably seen this movie about 30 times. If I had to guess like somewhere in there, dude, it's peak Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, dude, 2005 Ryan Reynolds could not miss. I mean, Waiting didn't come out until like 06, I believe, but... No, I think that was earlier than just... Wait, no, it was 2005, and Anna Faris was in that also. Yes, she was. Yeah. Double feature. There was a lot of... The cast of Waiting was pretty pretty solid. Yeah, and we could dive back into what happened to the golden age of comedy debate, but we won't. Um, but yeah, <laughs> add this one to the list of like just gems. Did we just turn from... into a film podcast? Oh yeah, we refer to movies as films and smoke tobacco out of our yeah. corn cob pipes. And... Yeah, we actually roll our own cigarettes, some Bali shag, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, Doug, where do we start with this movie? So, I did a fresh rewatch this morning, and I just kind of jotted down my favorite moments as the movie went on. So, do you just want to start at the beginning? Yeah, we can break down the whole thing from beginning to end if you want. Uh, I mean, there's so, there's no, this movie isn't really, there's no like parts that kind of drag or is slow. Like everything about this movie, I think, is just funny. Like it's not boring. It's kind of, it just kind of keeps you engaged the whole entire time. Yeah, it's edited well. It keeps the action going, keeps the comedy going. Like just about every scene has something funny in it. It starts out with Ryan so Reynolds in the fat suit singing, um, and I swear. <laughs> like Im- immediately, it immediately kicks off like as much as like, uh, I-, I wouldn't call it, I guess because he's wearing a fat suit. Ryan Reynolds is obviously one of the most handsome men in Hollywood. Let's be honest here. Uh, Especially 2005, Ryan some Reynolds. People would- What's up? Exactly. Baby-faced Ryan Reynolds. No beard. He didn't endorse any liquor or whatever. He was dating Alanis um, Morissette around this time. Which you told me, like, previously. I didn't even know that. There's a deleted scene a in this factoid. movie. A, a cameo from Alanis Morissette when they're at the record label. They have, like, this exchange. And it's kind of a little winky nod moment to the audience watching. Like, oh, because they're dating. And, and that's really funny that you mentioned that. Because... His character, like Deadpool, is all about like breaking the fourth wall. So the fact that he tried to do it in Just Friends means that he's been trying to break the fourth wall in all these movies for some time now. And Deadpool just caught on. Yeah, well. He just wants the world to know that he knows he's Ryan Reynolds and he's making a movie. But you're going to know that he knows it's a movie. It's like, huh? Yeah, well, the director wanted. Very, very They were like, I feel like we should bring in a big pop star. And Ryan Reynolds was just like, well. I mean, Alanis will do it. So they're like, oh, okay. That saves yeah, us. for free, probably. Yeah. She's hanging out on set. Yeah. 
if, uh, if they were dating. The beginning of this movie is really funny, but I think it, it my favorite moment when Chris and Jamie are in the bedroom and, you know, he's trying to get her to read his yearbook and everything. And then enters Dusty Dinkleman. Jersey, he skis in his jeans. <laughs> Played by Chris Klein and uh, has like a lot of acne and just stringy, dirty hair. He has a stammer. He's like, uh, hey, Jamie, I, I, I wrote you a song. And he starts playing it. He's like, God damn it. Come on, Dusty. (laughs) Come on, Dusty. Also, the fact that he's like 35 trying to play a high school student and he's like six foot two. Yeah. It just looks so weird. My favorite part of that exchange when Dusty's when he starts playing, you can hear Ryan Riddle say he's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I, and you know, th- I wonder how much improv was in this movie because that sounds like Ryan Reynolds would just like go off script and say that, yeah. just like whisper it to Amy Smart, who's also Amy Smart was the perfect casting choice for Jamie Palomino. Jamie, like, she's Pal- the, she's America's sweetheart in those times. She was in Rat Race. She was in the Butterfly Effect. Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. So many, so many other like classic movies with like uh, what's that guy Brecken Meyer? Oh yeah. It's like the other, the, that 2000s class of comedy. Yeah. Uh, Amy Smart is just the best. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you know, Chris gets embarrassed at the party, takes off, flash forward 10 years. We're in L.A. And, you know, he's this hot executive working at a big record label. And he has to go pick up Samantha James because uh, the boss wants to sign her. And, um, yeah, feel my love. Feel my love. <laughs> okay, who changed the key on me? Cut, cut. <laughs> Where are <Dude>. you? <laughs> she's doing she's doing the background vocals. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just butchering everything. Jokester changed the key on me. No one, Samantha. It's been the same key for the last 43 takes. Well, something's off then because I'm just not feeling it, okay? God, I need my guitar. We need to mix the tracks separately? No, my lyrics say dancing free with my guitar, Ron. So I'm gonna be real, okay? I'm not gonna let you and Hong Kong Fooey up there turn me into some poppy bubblegum wannabe, okay? I need to transcend. Are you guys even listening to me? You guys are assholes. You're assholes. Ron, you're an asshole. You're asshole. She's all yours. Hey! I can't hear you, Samantha. I can't hear you, Samantha. Can't hear you. Oh, light bulb. There you go. Dude, Anna Ferris was the queen of comedy. Dude, she's so good. In, in the this. early 2000s. She's hilarious. She's easily just as funny as Ryan Reynolds. Well, oh, I, I would oh, yeah. argue probably funnier. Yeah, every, I mean, every part that she has, she just owns it. Yeah, I would say she's uh kind of the MVP of this movie. Her and um her and Chris Marquette, who plays Ryan Reynolds' brother. 
Oh yeah. In the movie. He's so underrated in everything. Yeah. He's great. Hey, did you boink Jamie yet? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> what ham did you slap? Not the ham that not I the, just not the, not the ham I have in the <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> it's so every every quote of that movie is so great. Yeah, and his mom, brilliant casting as well. Like she's so good. But we'll we'll get to all that. Um so yeah, he's on the plane with Samantha and um uh, and she's singing her song Forgiveness. And I think maybe maybe my co-host Doug wants to sing a little song for us. If you want to give it a shot. <laughs> we're gonna, okay, we're gonna do it right now. So while so while Phil was catching up uh writing down bullet points for this episode on Just Friends, I was learning Samantha James' uh discography. Yeah. Which only compiles there's like three songs that she has. And I can whip out this baby. Let's see. This is gonna. This is gonna be as, just as good as Samantha James actually sings it. Oh my god! I just wrote a new song. You have to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking Ashton. Am I being punk? <laughs> uh, when punk was relevant, that was pretty funny. Uh, man, I don't even know how to fucking. That's not even the right. It's not even the right chord to do. But we'll try it anyway. Um, Here we go. Is, I'm gonna pull a Dusty Dinkelman right now. God damn it, Dusty! Come on, Dusty! Come on, Dusty! All I want to do is impress Phil, and it's not gonna work. Forgiveness <laughs> is more than saying sorry. Oh my I'm God. sorry. <laughs> then it goes to the verse. Live is divine, so let's have a glass <laughs> of wine and have makeup sex till the end of time, 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 time. Okay, that was way off and it sounded horrible, but I loved it. Bro, did you? Uh, I was really trying to embody Samantha James, so I didn't want to play it too good. Did you? Did you tune that guitar in the dark? Like, <laughs> uh, I didn't tune the guitar at all. Actually, I can tell. But it shouldn't be. Uh, shouldn't be too out of tune because I was just playing it last night. But you know, well, when it's exposed to the elements in this warm room right here, it probably. Uh, Probably gets a little warped a little bit, but it, yeah. it's good. Well, thank you for that. It worked for the moment. Thank you for that song. You should get Bono to sing all over, sing on it. He'll be all forgiveness be all is the way, forgiveness <laughs> every day, except all Bonoy, <laughs> except all Bonoy. <laughs> all right, so moving along. Um, oh yeah, well they they have an emergency landing in Jersey. So Chris decides to go to his mom's house. I love the way she answers the door. She's like, oh, my special boy. <laughs> yeah, still acting like he's a teenager because he hasn't seen him in like literally 10 years. The same amount of time as Jamie Palomino hasn't seen him. So the last time everyone's seen him, he was like a, a child. Yeah, and this is where Chris Marquette shows up. He's like, oh, my God. Is that my Christmas present? <laughs> It's like, I have your poster on my wall, but you're way hotter in person. She's like, I know. <laughs> oh, shit. The way, the way she plays it, the way she plays up her, like, 
comedic sexuality. It's hilarious. She knows yeah. she's hot. Yeah, I slapped the ham to it. Of course she's going to agree with Chris Marquette. I slapped the ham to it like an hour ago. Whose ham did you slap? Not the ham that I just bought. <laughs> oh, Miss Brander. Not the ham that I just bought. Do you have something other than ham? Like maybe some salmon? Salmon is just the prettiest color. It's so relaxing in bedrooms. <laughs> I'm going to start drinking. <laughs> Does anybody need anything? Oh, so good. So yeah, so so many good classic quotes. I mean, just the, just from that one scene, you yeah. already know the the movie's off to a great start. Yeah, and then they're at the uh, the tavern, and I love the way she's like, she's like, "Let's go, Chris." There's pee on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, busy. and then I'm busy. <laughs> stupid dick. Hey, hey. Look, there's a chance that my flight might be delayed an extra day. What are you doing tomorrow? Um, nothing. Do you want to meet for lunch? You mean like a day day? Yeah. Great. Chris. Chris. I'll pick you up Chris. at noon. Chris. 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 Awesome. I'm really good. I'm busy. I'm busy. Stupid dick. That sounds awesome. I'll see you then. Bye. <laughs> And uh, I kind of I do like the the small hometown feel. Yeah, this is that very this movie gives you. It's a very cozy movie. Christmas lights everywhere, snow everywhere. They filmed this in Saskatchewan, Canada, in the winter, and it was like negative thirty degrees out when they were filming this. Which I don't understand. Who knew that Canada can look like Jersey? Yeah, I don't understand how people live like that. Like, not even just mentally dealing with that, but, like, physically. Like, everything must just be a frozen, solid block of ice. Like, how do you just go about your day? I don't know. Yeah, every single day being like that. Uh, it doesn't sound as horrible as you're making it out to be, because... Oh, I'm sure it's not. Cold feels nice. Breathing in that cold, fresh, frigid air yeah. feels great in the morning. Yeah. I like the balance that we have. New York gets a good balance. Oh, it's like um, 40 degrees here in North Carolina. And I'm like, Jesus, enough of this. I'm ready for some- 40 degrees is perfect. Nah, too cold, man. Uh, so this is where Chris meets Jamie again for the first time. Yeah, she's working at the bar. So shortly after that, he uh, sends his brother to like take her to the mall. And she gets accidentally hits her with the taser. She flies over the fucking rail. Yes, yes. Oh, I do. I do. There's some things in this movie that like, I don't remember, like all like, you know how like some like studio comedies always have to go very big. Yeah. And like, just ridiculous stuff happens. This movie is kind of like grounded more in a way. But like, that's like, you could see that kind of happening, even though it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, there is some, uh, I guess, wacky physical comedy in this, but not too much. Yeah, there needs to be a little bit of Christmas hijinks. Yeah. But it's not like it's not like, you know, big explosions or anything or Yeah. So Samantha gets a head injury, apparently, and Chris comes home and she's eating toothpaste and has a ice pack <laughs> on her head. Dude, somebody should be her for Halloween in that scene. Just have like the ice pack with the gauze holding it to the top of your head, eating toothpaste. You just gave me an idea. I'm gonna be that for Halloween. You should. She's fine. Probably She's got her toothpaste. 
<laughs> She's fine. <laughs> Blueberry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anna, Anna Ferris fully commits to that role. I love how she does it in any movie. She's not afraid to like be stupid and just fully commit to the stupidity. I don't know how like much of a method actor she is, but I don't know if that's actually toothpaste that she that she's eating because it doesn't really look like toothpaste. Kind of looks more like shaving cream. Hmm. Maybe we're gonna have to look into the look into the behind the scenes of that fact, dude. One of my favorite moments of this movie when Chris calls up Jamie to set up the date, and uh, oh yes, and his mom picks up the phone too. She's like, "Hello, Joyce, Joyce." No, mom, I'm on the phone. Chris, what are you doing what are you over doing Joyce? at Joyce's house? <laughs> no, mom, I'm in the living room, ten feet away from you, and I'm on the telephone. <laughs> Well, while I have you on the phone, what do you want for dinner tonight? <laughs> All, yo, every time, actually, every time Chris Brander's on the phone, hilarious. Yeah. When he's doing that three-way conversation with him and Jamie and uh, and Dusty. Oh, yeah. Where he's like, let's, uh, let's go and have some herbal tea. And his oh, brother's yeah. like, herbal tea? <laughs> yeah. A lot of people seem to really like uh, the part when he's looking for skates and... His mom's like, you don't need to roller skate to impress Jamie. Just be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. She's just like that classic like mom that loves her kid unconditionally. Doesn't matter if he's being like an asshole or anything. She's just trying to impart some motherly wisdom onto him. And she's just so sweet. You can't hate her. Yeah. She was also in um, Airplane. Another spoof movie, Anna Fair. The original Airplane? Who'd she play yeah, in Airplane? Yeah, she was like a... I ha, I'm not super familiar with those movies, um, but she... Was, was she the flight attendant? Yeah, she was like a flight attendant. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was also in... Yeah, that's one of my dad's favorite movies. I haven't seen it. I Last time I saw it, I think I was like 10 or something. Yeah, and uh, of course, Anna Ferris was also in Scary Movie, another spoof movie. So kind of two spoof eras coming together in this one movie when you think about it spoof movie legends to be exact yeah um so yeah after that they go to the to play the hockey game some good shit here another ah, i love this scene so much yeah hey little girl i'm actually a really good skater watch and learn <laughs> might learn something and just like the I, slow motion is so played out but when the dude goes no slap shots. Yeah. For some reason, it makes me cry every time. Yeah, that slap shot flies back and hits him in the mouth. It's pretty great. Yes, yes. <laughs> and just the fact that, like, like we were talking about how, like, ridiculous some movies can be. And obviously, you can do this with so many movies where you could be like, that would never happen. Like, when he's in the, after he gets, you know, his mouth gets destroyed and he's in the stretcher or whatever. And, uh. Jamie Palomino is like, and Dusty. Yeah, she passes out. Talking or whatever. <laughs> yeah, she passes out. Yeah, and and then she's like, uh, he's like, not like you, Chris, and the, and he's like, nah, and the kids are like, yay, Dusty, yeah. like that one, <laughs> like <right>. having. <laughs> but it's just so, it's just so good. Yeah, I love the uh, return of Dusty Dinkelman. He just like catches her yes, like a yes. hero, and he's a strapping adult now. Yeah, he's acting. He's all cleared up. Yeah. He's got some frizzy hair all gelled up and he's everything. like yeah i uh lost my stammer and my skin 
clear it up. I still play a mean guitar, though. <laughs> still implying that he was always great at it. Yeah, exactly. But dude, talk but about Chris Klein should be in more movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's funny, dude. Talk about like dude. solid physical comedy when that uh, stretcher slides down the hill and it just oh my god, one eighties and he lands on his face. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. <laughs> that, that yeah just the way the action goes in that scene is hilarious yeah. um yeah chris klein his like comedic timing in movies like american pie american pie 2 he's just like the big dork yeah but it's he's so he plays it so well like when uh just to veer off a little bit in american pie 2 i'm sure you've seen american pie 2 it's been quite a while but yeah i have yeah, it's been. Yeah, it's uh, been. Oh, well, I was going to say it's been a while, we, but then I didn't want to pull a stained. So there you go. Uh, we, we don't we don't support that MAGA freak. <laughs> it's been. But we do support Mud Shovel and Break the Cycle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on, Doug. <laughs> Two great albums. Um, this isn't new metal talking. When he's on the phone with uh, when he's on the phone with his girlfriend, and uh, they're like sex and uh, sexing, they're like uh, having phone sex or whatever, and he's just like so like. He doesn't even know what to do. And then Stifler gets on the phone and he's like, oh, Heather. Well, I forgot what he's, I haven't seen it in a while either. But he's like, Stifler, get off. I am getting off just from listening to you two. He's just so like, he's so like, he's very in touch with his emotions. Yeah. And he's so, he's just so funny at it. Yeah. You've seen Election, right? Election. Reese Witherspoon. Um, is that the terrible movie? Um, no, never mind. Okay. Well, that was his um, his first movie. He got discovered through that movie. Um, anyways, oh, that's okay. that's actually one of my favorite comedies of all time. Is Election? Election? Yeah, such a good movie, dude. You have to watch it. I know the cover because I've mm-hmm. seen it in Blockbuster like tons of times. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen Say It Isn't So with him? No. He shoves his hand up a cow's ass to try to get an engagement ring. If that's any, uh. Oh, right. If that's any inclination of you wanting to watch it, that's one of the scenes that happens. Sounds like another wacky romantic comedy. But Yep, 2001. Yeah. Oh, such a good time. So yeah, after... Well, I do love when they're in the ambulance and they exchange numbers on top of Chris. He's like, here, just write it down right <laughs> yeah. here. This is and his facial expressions in that scene are just another reason why Ryan Reynolds is great because he's so expressive and he's just like... Yeah. He's just like clearly visibly upset. And then that fucking canister falls off and hits him in the nuts. Again, just another cheap Classic physical, physical comedy, comedy. But it works. Late 20s, male Caucasian. Multiple lacerations on lower mandible and possible concussion. Transport en route over. So, uh, Jamie, you still living in town? Oh, yeah, I just moved back. Oh, really? Oh, me too. It's a small world. No kidding. Jeez, you know, I cannot get over how great you look. Oh, me? Look at you. Yeah, I guess my skin cleared up and I lost my stammer. And I still play a mean guitar. I'm actually only doing this part-time till I can make it music. You know, Chris is in the music business, too. He probably helped you. Oh, hey. Easy there, Gretzky. Shh. You know, we should hang out. You know, have lunch sometime? I would love to have lunch. Um, where can I give you my phone number? Just write it on this. Jamie Palomino. 
This is bullshit! You have an age to pee. Yep, you can always rely on a good nut shot in a Ryan Reynolds movie. Yeah, so after Chris Brander gets home, he finds his brother Dougie. His name's Dougie, right? Wait, no, no, no. Um, I don't think so. Shit, I forgot his name. Mike. Okay, finds his brother That's Mike. You, I don't know where you got Dougie from. You're thinking of like no, no. fucking 16 Candles. Because when he walks in the house for the first time, he's like, all right, Dougie, see you later. But never mind. Um, so yeah, he's giving <laughs> Samantha a massage. She's like, I'm so bored. I haven't had sex in forever. <laughs> I'm so horny. I'm like so horny. <laughs> you know, you know he's got the he's got the poster on the wall of her eating a banana. You know he's gonna jump at the chance to uh to do something. How about that poster? Do you think they make like uh replicas? Yes. I kinda want one. Will I get it for you for Christmas? Absolutely. Please do. <laughs> I'll, I just ruined the surprise. I'll put it on my wall and look like um a horny 14-year-old or something. You'd spank the ham to it every night. <laughs> Slap the ham. Slap the ham. <laughs> <laughs> That's something completely different. Oh, Spanking and slapping. So Two different. This is the uh, phone call scene you were talking about. When uh, the three-way Oh, yes, scene. yes. I love what his brother's on the phone. He's like, are you going to boink Jamie tonight? Yes. Now get off the phone. <laughs> and he's still listening to it. Yeah. The fact that he's trying to, so like he doesn't want to be the dick guy anymore, but like he takes it, he takes things to the extreme where he's like the real dick. He can't find the balance between like, you know, sarcastic and good guy. Right. Or he's trying to be like this fucking Michael Bolton type of character to just whisk Jamie off into, into the night and yeah. go on a nice date, but like, well, if she wants Mister Rogers, not I'm gonna show her the biggest pussy she's ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> he puts in his retainer and he has the sweater vest on. Yeah. It's just something like a little outdated. It's like, oh, trying to figure out what women want, but like, it just works in this movie. Yeah. It's just so good. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like the Michael Bolton starter kit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could have uh, some herbal tea and Jamie's just like bathing her dog, not really giving a shit what he's saying. Oh, so this but, like, is like, she does uh, care. So this is when they're going to go on the movie date and dusty shows up. He's like, ding dong. Hey, Oh man, I wouldn't miss this for the world. Call it, call me lame. Call me a little femme, but there's something so simplistic about the writings of Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> Clearly bullshitting the whole time, and no no one can see through it. But also, I've always loved how he came in, and like everyone was so excited because like he didn't really hang out with them in high school. Mm-hmm. Where the mom's like, "Yay, yay! Oh my god, Dusty!" It's like, why? There's no reason to be excited. You don't know this fucking kid. One of my favorite parts Small town when uh, when they're watching the Notebook and Jamie's. Holding Dusty's hand. She's like, Dusty. Oh, no, that makes me cringe so hard. As Chris's mom holds his hand. She's like, Peanut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That, that scene always made me cringe because I could just, you could just see yourself in that, in that scene. I, I feel yeah. because everyone plays it like so, like seriously. It's not like, 
all out goofy, it's like, oh my god, like that's a horrible thing to happen. Yeah. And uh um, Especially while you're trying to get this girl. You've seen the notebook, right? I actually haven't. Really? It's um No, I've never seen it. It's a good movie. I remember back in the day it was like cool to shit on it because so many people loved it and it was like the ultimate chick flick or whatever. But it's a solid movie. Yeah. It's like the, it used hey, to be Ryan like, Gosselin, you know, in, in comedy, it was like the punchline. Like, oh, what are you going to do? Watch the notebook with your girlfriend? Like, that's an insult, which is weird. Right. But I'm not, I'm not opposed to watching it. I just never had like a girl that I was with that was like, let's watch the notebook. And I was never by myself wanting to watch the notebook. Right. But I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> I gotcha. Maybe you should watch it tonight when you get off work. Um, Yeah, I was, uh, yeah, no, that's going to be a no for me. <laughs> I'm already lonely. I don't need to be lonelier by watching the notebook by myself. Hey, I'll watch it with you. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, might be a step in the wrong direction, but yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so next, uh, Dusty is entertaining all the people at this little Christmas party, showing off his my favorite. all his fucking guitar skills. This is when he sings. Um, I think this is when he sings when Jamie smiles for the first time. Yeah, this is, the, this is the first scene where he does now, that. Now, Doug, did you learn this song on guitar? No. You didn't? I couldn't figure, with that video you sent me, I couldn't figure out the chords. Huh. And it's plucked in such a, it's, I could either with that song, since like the melody is like different and the singing pattern is different from the melody, I can't sing it <laughs> and play at the same time. It's either one or the other. But we could say, we could duet together. Let's do it. Oh, um, I'll sing it right now. <laughs> when Jamie smiles, she takes me miles, me miles from where I feel unsure. <laughs> Good thing we're recording this. We're going to piece this shit out. <laughs> yeah, we might have like... Gotta, gotta send it to Ryan Reynolds so we can put the stamp on it. Yeah, we might have a little delay here, so I don't know if it quite lines up. Simply Dusty. Is there any other kind? Ah, yes. <laughs> Dude, I have, a, I have this friend who I used to work with. Uh, she used to work in the box office with me. Her name is Theo. Theo's the best. But we we connect on this movie uh-huh. because no one else around us when we were working, you know, they've never seen it. So, like, she loves the movie. I love the movie. So we would just constantly quote it to each other. And, rant, like, we don't even have to talk for months. And she would randomly – I have it in my text. Once every couple months, she just sends me a voice note saying, simply dusty. <laughs> That's it. Like every, every couple months. That's great. Is there any other kind? <laughs> it's just the way, the way Ryan Reynolds says it is just so snobby. Yeah, dude, I want a... Because he's the only one that could see there was bullshit and no one else I want can. a simply dusty shirt. Like I want a shirt with that. <laughs> there has to be one. There has to be like a replica like album of it too. Like just like a little jewel case with like a slip in it or something. Yeah. We could search for that on Etsy. Um like you said, this movie does have a cult following. Yeah, it does. And um so there has to be some merch. So this is one of our most quoted parts when Chris is sitting <laughs> up upstairs. He feels defeated because Dinkelman is, you know, winning at everything and his friend is like it's Dusty Dinkelman. You're Chris Brander. You date supermodels. He's from Jersey. Skis in his jeans. 
I just love the fact that they just go after Jersey. He he's he said he's not from Jersey. He said he's Jersey. He's like he embodies yeah. Jersey. He skis in his jeans. <laughs> That's what makes that line even better. Like he is Jersey. You see him play that guitar? It's like he has 15 fingers. Everybody loves him. I can't compete with this guy. You can't compete with this? Are you kidding me? You're Chris Brandon. You're Hollywood. You date models. He's Jersey. He skis in his jeans. It's Dinkleman. It's Dusty Dinkleman. So is skiing, like, I'm from North Carolina. I don't do a whole lot of skiing. I never have. Um, Is skiing in your jeans kind of looked down as like this, like a lower class thing? Like, you're just kind of trashy if you ski in your jeans? It's because, like, you're kind of so, like... When it's warm out, you know, like sometimes you ski in a hoodie. I've been snowboarding for like since I was like 12. So I've definitely seen some like people on the mountain do that. But like it's like the like the the weekenders who like just, you know, ride the motorcycles on the weekend and then go back to like their Audis or whatever. It's like they're not really avid skiers. They just like want to look cool and flashy. So they just put fucking jeans on and ski. Yeah. Rather than like snow pants, which is like way more comfortable. And efficient when it comes to you know riding the mountain riding the mountain i'm gonna start you you're just a fucking tool if you're riding in jeans i'm gonna start using that as an insult like if somebody starts talking trash be like i bet you fucking ski in your jeans don't you piece of shit (laughs) that that'll shut down the conversation real quick because he's probably gonna be like what "What?" yeah (laughs) and then you've won then you've won you've won the conversation I'm getting my butt kicked by Dinkelman out there. Did you see him playing that guitar? It's like he has 15 fingers. <laughs> <laughs> you you really watched this movie like hundreds of times. I have. You know the whole... I've seen it about like 20. Yeah. You pretty much have the whole script memorized. <laughs> I gotta do. Oh, God. Another part I love when Chris is checking his voicemails. Oh, well, before that... This is when Anna Ferris shows up to the Christmas party, like oh, yes. <laughs> drives her Volvo, like runs over the snowmen. Yeah, like she, God, she crushes this role. Like I love when she hits that, uh, that cadence where she, like she hits that psycho level of like screaming. Oh yeah, and like her her voice is like not even her voice is not even shaking. It just goes to like this like raspy level, and her eyes are like piercing and bug eyed. Yeah. And, and it happens. She does it subtly in scary movie because she's supposed to be this like this damsel, damsel in distress type of character, but she still like gets to that level to some some degree. She's so if she really wanted to, I would love to see her do like a dramatic role. She did this independent comedy movie a long time ago called Smiley Face. It's like a total. Yep. I was gonna say is that is that the one? Yeah, it's like a total stoner type of movie, but it it is funny. From what I remember. I rented that one from Blockbuster. Yeah. It's pretty good. And I was watching all the behind the scenes stuff um, yesterday. And like this whole scene when she drives off in the Volvo and it snags the Christmas lights and sets off this chain of events. And there's like an explosion. The dig is up. You son of a bitch. Samantha, you're here. Shit. There she is. There's the little slut you've been banging behind my back. Me? Not you, Wrinkles. Her! Who are you? I'm Samantha James, bitch. Don't shut up me! You're a whore! Get off, Hannah's a whore! Hannah's a whore! Get out! You're gonna pay.
gonna get you fired! Hope you enjoy unemployment, dickweed! Get off me, god boy! Master Man, what about the words to your song? Forgiveness! Forgiveness, asshole! Now! Yeah, it doesn't feel like uh doesn't feel hollow. Yeah, it's not cheap. Like the director knew exactly what he wanted to do and get he and he got all the shots that he wanted to get, it seems like, because it's just very, very comforting to watch. Like it's just like I could pick you could put like the over it and it'll fit perfectly. Yeah. There's just like the classic like hijinks type of stuff you you expect in a Christmas movie, but Kind of, kind of reminiscent of Jingle All the Way when things just keep going wrong, except it's all encapsulated in that one scene. It's just, it's just shot perfectly. Like, yeah, said. I love when Chris shows up like the next day, and her dad's like, "Come here to to destroy the rest of my house." He's like, "I'm really sorry <laughs> about that." And then Santa Claus <laughs> falls behind him. He's like, "And that, dude." One of my, we have to talk about favorite lines, but. When the dad says that, I, the first, I cry laughing every time. I don't know if it's the delivery, the word, those words just put together. It's just funny to me. What? Did you come back to destroy the rest of my house? (laughs) I just, like, just thinking about it, like, I just cry. He's so dry when he says it. I mean, it is a funny line. I, I don't know if I'd put it in my top, but I love that. That's that's easily in my top five favorite lines from this movie. Just the way just the way he says it, and the, the dad puts so much time and effort into the Christmas decorations that it just gets destroyed by some crazy woman eating toothpaste. And he's like, "Come back to destroy the rest of my house." Yeah. <laughs> like like there's still more damage to be yeah. done. <laughs> it's it's just it's too funny. And uh, it's just the perfect thing. I to noticed say. today there is a funny throwaway line when Chris and his friend. Um, are walking up to the house and everything's just like black from smoke and everything's destroyed. He's like one fresh, uh, one fresh coat of snow and this will all be covered up. <laughs> like it's not that bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying to rationalize yeah. the danger that he just put into people. I see you still have the best Christmas display in town, sir. Hey, in the state. <laughs> Like he takes such pride in how, how much uh, Christmas decorations he puts up, and then it just gets taken down. There's always that house, you know. Yep, there was. There's one near uh, where I used where I grew up in Levittown. There was this town, the town over, which is called Farmingdale. There was always one house that is always decorated for Halloween and Christmas, and they must spend like thousands on their decorations because that is the house to see. Yeah. Um, so my, uh, my ex-girlfriend, like her parents used to live in this neighborhood and there was a house in the neighborhood that was like that house, you know, like they went all out. So they would have, it would cause like traffic jams. So every year around Christmas, they would be like, oh my God, like to get to their house, they would have to like maneuver around all these cars that are stopped to take pictures of this house and everything. It just became a nightmare. Sounds like the worst. This house even had their own special radio signal that you could tune to to listen to the music that they were playing. To so it's like this whole spectacle. What? Yeah. Like they were curating their own like holiday playlist. I don't know why anyone would want to do that with like Spotify available. But what year was this? It was probably way before. Oh, I mean, Spotify. they still do it. 
It like still go. Oh, they still yeah, do it. Like still oh goes God. on. Imagine being their neighbors. You're like trying to just watch TV and you have like a spotlight coming through your window. No, I, I would file so many like noise complaints, even though they probably fall on deaf ears. But like, come on, like have some respect from the people that live next door. Like I right now out of my out of my window right now. Yeah, uh, my landlord put lights on all the Christmas trees. So like if I at night, if I undo this this curtain over here. You see some fucking Christmas lights. <laughs> when I become that guy, I'm going to have a radio station that just plays when Jamie smiles 24 <laughs> seven. And you know, there's going to be some person that will tune in every year just to see if you throw off, if you get thrown off your game and put on another song. They're like, I know it's coming. Oh yeah. This Jamie smiles is not next. It's going to be something different. It's just, and then it's going to be just Jamie smiles. On it's just all the hits from dusty Lee Dinkleman. <laughs> I, su- I support this idea. Yeah. All right. So let's move it along. Um, I love the part where Chris is laying in bed. He's checking his voicemails and Samantha's like, hey, it's me. Hey, Chris. And then she just gets crazier by the voicemail. She's like, <laughs> it's Samantha. And then you hear his mom say, hello, Joyce. Joyce. Yeah. <laughs> Cla- classic callback oh. to that scene. Which is great. Just for no reason. Oh, so good. Like, there's really no reason for him to get a voicemail saying, hello, Joyce, but it's in there. I mean, it it totally makes sense. That's like such a boomer technology mistake. (laughs) Like, she thinks she's calling. To accidentally, like, dial your son or your daughter. Hello, Joyce. And the mom's already a ditz. Yeah. Um, So this is around the time that... They're all at the bar and Dinkleman turns hill. That's what I have written down. Here. <laughs> Wait, can I, I need to, I need to see your notes. <laughs> if you're writing down Dinkleman turns heel. Dinkleman turns hill. <laughs> <laughs> Voicemail. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, like a pro wrestler or something. Um By God gang! By God, Dusty! Dusty Dinkleman! Who would ever thought? He's got the guitar. Watch out. He's got the steel guitar. He's coming down the runway. He's angry. He's angry. Oh, shit. I forgot about this moment when Dusty's at the hospital. You kind of see his. Yeah, that's when he turns. His crazy starts to come out. He's like, hey, I got to I got to talk to my friends over there. He's like, what's up, homies? (laughs) They're like, so corny. And Chris is like, who's that girl? He's like. Just another bee in the hive, my friend. Just, a, just another just bee. Another bee. <laughs> Doesn't he smack her on the ass and he's like, yeah. Dude, he takes a juice box from a catatonic old man in a wheelchair and sips it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always forget about that. <laughs> I love the fact that Chris Klein could just like switch on a uh, dime like that. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but. Uh, yeah, from here on out, Dinkelman's just unhinged. Straight up unhinged. Oh shit, we forgot about the uh, the fight at the church when Dinkelman's playing. Uh, oh, I thought that's what you were getting to. I might be. Like, I thought, yeah, af- that's after the hospital. Okay. Because Chris Brando already knows about, like, Dusty's true intentions. Okay, yeah, you're right. He's a Jersey player. He's looking for the anger bang. <laughs> Excuse he's me. Looking for you the like anger the, bang. He's like, 
would you two like to sing Christmas carols in the celebration of our Lord? <laughs> <laughs> that That's another one of my favorite parts in this scene where Ryan Reynolds attacks Chris Klein and they're fighting and he gets pulled off. And obviously people think Chris Klein's the victim. And he's like, what are you doing? This is a church concert for children. Oh, and he's yeah. just such an asshole. And when everyone's not looking at him, he's just like making the devil horns and like doing yeah. the thing with his tongue. And he's like, oh, you see? <laughs> it's just classic, like good versus evil. Let's see. Where are we at after that? I think um, this is when they're at the tavern, Dusty and uh, Amy Smart. And Chris shows up. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, this is when Dusty like turns full hill. He's like, look, Jamie, uh, I've been thinking. I think it's time to take our relationship to the next level. You know what I mean? Oh, wait. Wait. What? Did we skip this whole? No, I guess not. We. I, 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 never mind. Keep going. I think this is after what you're talking about. I thought for some reason I thought it was before. No, I think it was before the church. That's why when, you should have um, rewatched it, Doug. I know. I <laughs> Sorry, I worked until like fucking ten fifteen. Uh, I you're just good. passed out immediately after. Yeah, but what part am I missing? Some people have night shifts. But uh, no, when uh, when Chris Brander and Jamie finally like sleep in the same bed together and it's kind of like touch and go, and they don't know whether to make a move or not. That's right. But like she wants it, and Ryan Reynolds doesn't know, but he should. This is it. You're about to have sex with Jamie Palomino. <laughs> and what is the dumb thing that he says? Um, they're talking about she's like what are you thinking about he's like Bush the whole family like just yeah. <laughs> alright so yeah uh, Dinkelman turns hill oh god one more part I forgot when Chris and his friend I can't remember his name they're just driving down the freeway and he like yanks oh, the wheel yes. suddenly he says Mariah Carey <laughs> <laughs> he's like the equivalent to Kelly Clarkson yeah. of 40 old version. He says, this is a Pontiac Grand Prix. <laughs> <laughs> that dude, that dude is low key. Hilarious. He by is. The way. Yeah. Like this whole movie. Great casting. Clark, Clark, Clark and Darla. 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 <laughs> Your names are Clark and Darla. Oh my God. That's so <laughs> cute. I just want to eat you up. <laughs> no. <laughs> And they're just like, oh my god, this person is a psychopath. <laughs> and they're not wrong about it. I love the way she brings up Darla later, like towards the end of the movie. She's like, it's okay if you want to have other girls. I like other girls. Darla. Darla. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I like how like comedic actors have their signature style. Mm. Because she does that kind of in the house bunny. To like where she's like, she remembers people's names by like going like, Joe <laughs> and Bethany and just like having like a really like yeah. <laughs> demonic voice. That's kind of, I feel like just friends is like the start of that. Yeah. Um, okay. So dusty finally turns Hill and Jamie shuts him down. She's like, look, I think you're a really nice guy, but you know, I just don't have those kind of feelings for you. And he's like, well, you know, I wrote you that song and I worked really hard on it. And what kind of girl would you be if you didn't put out for the guy that wrote you that song? <laughs> He's such like, a douche. He's like, F this, I'm mobile. And this is when he transforms into the fucking devil. He smacks a girl's yes. ass. Her boyfriend turns around. He's like, what? <laughs> <And he's gonna laughs> face yeah. him. 
Oh my, I was so... And she's so sensitive. You blew it. I'm winning. You're the devil. So, go ahead. Just go sleep it off. You'll be right as rain in the morning, brother. Chris, you're drunk. Go home. I'm not drunk. What's this? Ooh. Simply dusty. Is there any other kind? That's adorable. Do you know what else is adorable? You two. Hey, stop bringing Dusty into your problems, okay? Dusty and I are fine. Dusty and I are friends. Right. Not for too long, I hope. Yeah. Wait, what? Slow down. What did you just say? Jamie, listen, I've been meaning to talk to you. I... About our relationship. Maybe we could take the next step or something. Dusty, can I be honest with you? I think you're a really nice guy. Thank you. I think you're funny and charming and sweet, and I just don't have those feelings for you. You kidding? No. <laughs> okay, because I wrote you that song and everything, you know, and I worked really hard on it. And what kind of girl would you be if you didn't put out for the guy that wrote hmm? you that song? You know what I mean? <sighs> After this, I'm mobile. <laughs> I'm gonna miss him. Oh! Ow. What? <laughs> Chris, why are you here? Why do you keep messing with my head? I messed with your head for three days. You've been torturing me since the sixth grade. And he just goes off. Dusty Dinkleman, never to be seen again. Yeah, no dude that does spirit fingers. As, a, as an exit, should ever be considered a dangerous man. I don't know. I kind of feel like he's going to go kill somebody after he leaves that tab. <laughs> like, he's just... He has, like, the devil in his eyes. He does have that odd gleam in his eye where you don't quite know what he's about to do. Very unpredictable. Yeah, this is where he... Um... <laughs> but I don't know. Spirit fingers might be a... Someone might see that and be like, you fucking kidding? Yeah. So from here on out, you know, Chris tells Jamie how he feels. He's like, and you had fun being the girl that peaked in high school. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. This is where they exchange the, the insults. Yeah. Here. And then Chris is uh, drinking at the bus stop with Tim. We didn't even talk about Tim. Oh, yes. Oh, shit. We barely talked about yeah. Tim. I love when he sees him at the bar. Do you have like $5 that I could just, you know. Have. Have. <laughs> Class of 95. <laughs> Class 95, Tim. Oh, shit. Yeah, that Tim, If obviously, if anyone's seen the movie, they know. He's the guy in the beginning who outs Ryan Reynolds as, like, being like being obsessed with Jamie Palomino. And then you see that he's still the old dude, you know, still the... Where? I'm sure everyone knows this person. Still the guy that hangs out at the local bar and tries to relive his high school days. Wearing his varsity jacket. <laughs> so, from the rest of the movie here on out, like... Ryan Reynolds takes a flight back to L.A. He gets there. Samantha's there <laughs> waiting for him. Oh, yes. And she starts to sing forgiveness. That's a very dramatic string music. Yeah. I love that you hear forgiveness one more time. He just, like, puts his hand on his guitar. He says, stop. <laughs> no more. He's like, look, I'll, I'll call you a cab. And she zaps him with a laser. I meant the fucking taser. Yeah, the la laser, taser, <laughs> blazer. Uh <laughs> I love when, how, like, also, this is why I think she could play a great villain. I mean, she does play a villain in this movie, but comedically. Where she zaps him with the taser and she's like, ouch. And she says it, like, so 
menacingly, but also satisfied. <laughs> you and I are gonna be the greatest musical manager team since Jessica Simpson and her father. Only we get to and they can't, because it's illegal. I looked it up. This is the new and improved forgiveness. Forgiveness is more than saying sorry. But I've forgiven you, it's just like this wrong This isn't about you. It's cool, you can have other girls. I like girls. Dala. I don't want other girls. I don't want one girl. <laughs> That's not you. <sighs> Look, I'll call you. Why don't you like me? This is hard to answer with a taste. This is about Santa's little horse. Oh, yeah, it's go time. Hey, 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 it's not go time. This isn't how it works, Samantha. You can't force or, or torture someone into liking you. Ooh, the big speech. No, you just have to put yourself out there and hope that they like you back. This isn't a game. This is my life. Oh, yeah, well, this is my life. Okay? I'm sorry I'm not the most boring person ever! Okay? I'm sorry I'm not poor! I'm sorry! I'm sorry! I don't have a bad ass! I'm sorry I'm not! Where are you going? So Chris flies back to Jersey, knocks on Jamie's door, confesses his love for her. This is a very sweet, tender moment. It is a it's it's a little sappy, but it's it's nice. It's a nice way to... It's necessary uh, in these situations. Yeah, for the context of the movie, it's a sweet moment. And, um, yeah, they they kiss right there and presumably get married, have babies, and live happily ever, ever after. So... Now, I would not like to see a Just Friends sequel. Not now. I would like to see a Dusty Dinkelman sequel. Oh my god. Sequel. Yes. Just centered around like him being full-blown egotistical asshole what if he's like now a successful musician or something he's like the biggest singer in the world i if he if they may if they went that route 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 if they went that route uh knowing him he would probably have like people ghostwrite all his songs and like play the instruments for him and he's just like the figurehead and then he just gets fully exposed i'm all about that let's see so yeah that's kind of the end of the movie Final thoughts on this. Final thoughts? You, so I'm sure, God, we, so, there has to be so many moments that we just totally forgot about. I mean, the whole movie front to back is pretty is pretty classic. I, I wouldn't consider this like a genius movie, but the way they the way it's crafted is genius. Well, I think because, um, like you said, they, you have to have those those kind of those sappy, quote unquote, moments. But like. It's you. It's paid off in this movie. Yeah, it does have heart, but I think there's a lot, a lot of charm to this. I mean, think about 
how many just good perform performances I can't talk there are in this movie. I mean, you got <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, Anna Faris, uh, Chris's brother, his mom, Chris Marquette, yeah, Dinkelman, uh, Chris's best friend, Clark. Yeah, the mother, whatever, yeah. uh, whoever her name is. Everybody's just A plus. Also, don't forget the little cameo by um, his uh, Chris Brander's boss, who's in like everything. I'm his oh, name yeah. is escaping me right now, but Stephen Root. Stephen Root, yeah. Always, uh, always good to see him show up in a movie because the dude is just a legend. Yeah. Do these pants make me look fat? Hell no. <laughs> right answer. <laughs> Yes. I like when the dude also another funny moment is when the dude, uh, I guess his assistant is cleaning the floor. He's like, leave. Not you. No, not you. You not what? Yeah. <laughs> he's just having that quick back and forth. Yeah. I want Samantha James. I want her. Samantha James is a crazy person. You're the one that used to date her. That was one time and I ended up in the hospital. <laughs> See, there's just too many classic lines to even quote. Yeah. There's just so many. But yeah, I think um, I'm I'm happy to see that this movie is garnering more of a cult following. Um, I will continue to watch it at least a couple of times a year. I don't only watch it around Christmas. I just throw it on whenever. But I think it's going to keep growing from here. I think 10 years from now, it's really going to start to get that like must watch Christmas comedy label you know i hope so because it really is like it really is just like a feel-good movie and more people should know about it like indie theaters should play this during christmas time just as much as like a christmas story or a nightmare before christmas or like any other christmas movie this should be in rotation yeah and to be honest a lot of those movies which are good movies but kind of played out at this point like I, like uh, i don't want to watch a christmas story uh, like for another 50 years yeah i watched it a lot as a kid and as an yeah. adult it doesn't really do a whole lot for me all right what are your top five christmas movies then well i gotta throw in christmas vacation even though i would put that in the same category as like i've seen it so many times that i have to like take a break for like three years at a time now you probably don't even laugh at it anymore. You just sit there stone face. I mean, I still laugh at it. It is a good movie, but <laughs> holy shit, I've seen that so much. I do love that movie. Um, Home Alone, big one for me. Still love Home Alone. One gotta, and two. Gotta do... Yep. Two, two, I think I like more than one, but they're both classics. You would put them both in your top five? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I'd have to really think about that. Hey, what do you think about A Nightmare Before Christmas? Being that this is a horror podcast. Do you like that movie? It's one of my favorites. I've, I saw it uh, when I was like five or six. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it really, really young. Like when it came out in theaters and like it came out on VHS. And I was terrified of it because I was so young. And obviously the dark themes I noticed a lot more than the Christmas theme. But as much as that movie, technically, if you want to go with played out, I mean, Hot Topic took Nightmare Before Christmas to the next level. Yeah, uh, I, I think that movie's fucking, I think that movie's brilliant, and the animation is 
insanely intuitive and fun to watch and the performances are great and i i just love that movie it's easily one of, it's in my top five for sure i i just love that movie in and out yeah the uh the merchandising of that movie has kind of pushed it to a point where it's like all right enough like but it's such like a big it's such a big movie and danny uh, danny elfman is brilliant yeah that is that is like tim burton that's like peak Tim Burton and that little, I was saying peak a lot, but like that era of Tim Burton is just like, like you would tell, like he put so much care into it. If you've never seen, there's this cool behind the scenes, like featurette of how they built the mini, the miniature sets. Of yeah. That movie. I've seen all that. So like how, okay. It's yeah. It's, it's fucking fantastic. How like he built, they build the sets and like, all the all the pieces of the sets can be removed so like cameras can pop up out of like the ground and it's just like so insanely talented the people henry Selleck too yeah i was gonna say like gotta gotta give love to henry yeah, I mean, he directed the movie not tim burton but and everyone always says tim burton but right. henry Selleck, who also did Coraline, is just as good too yeah but my little gothic new metal ass in high school was rocking all sorts of nightmare before christmas stuff <laughs> I, I know for a fact you had the Nightmare Before Christmas, like, Oogie Boogie, like, beanie visor when those things were cool. Dude, I was wearing a Nightmare Before Christmas hoodie in my picture with Chino from Deftones that I sent you, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, I was just too focused on his fucking frosted tips. I didn't even notice the, uh. All right, watch your mouth. I didn't notice the hoodie. Peak 2003. <laughs> um. Well, Doug, I know you have to go to work soon. So I don't want to keep you too long, but this was fun. We finally talked about just friends. We, we got to also mention jingle on the way before jingle all the way before we go. Put the cookie down. Cla- it, favorite. It's so it's so you can't have a Christmas countdown or talk about Christmas movies without mentioning jingle all the way. That is a good one. Yeah. God, Phil Hartman's so good in that movie. R.I.P. Brilliant. His, his the chemistry between him and Arnold, if you could have any chemistry with Arnold, is just like <laughs> the way he plays off him is great. Hey, you know what good Christmas movie I watched two nights ago? Bad Santa. Oh yes, yeah. I always forget about that one, bro. This, bro, bro, bro. The scenes with um Bernie Mac and John Ritter. John Ritter. Wow. Talk about like two legends gone too soon. Just seeing them play off of each other. I was like, this is the funniest shit ever. Dude, Three's Company is one of my favorite like sitcom shows ever. And John Ritter being in like a rated R type of comedy. First of all, Problem Child is amazing. Uh, And Bernie Mac is fucking incredible. He's so funny. Yeah. And Billy Bob Thornton in that movie. Is just like so despicable. <laughs> yeah. Skip the sequel though. Oof. Yeah, yeah, no. I tried to watch uh Don't watch. Bad Santa 2 just started playing after it. So I was like, all right, I'll let this roll while I'm just doing some stuff. And I had to turn it off like 30 minutes in. I was like, this is ruining really? all the the fond memories I just had of rewatching the first one. This is just tarnishing that. But some you know, comedies don't really need sequels. It could just be one and done, be contained. Except the story of Dusty Lee Dinkelman. It'll be yeah, the the him as a him as a criminal on the run, yeah. and then he just gets sniped out at the end. It'll be called simply Dusty. 
<laughs> Simply Dusty. The Just Friends was pretty much like Pimply Dusty. <laughs> and the sequel is Simply Dusty. <laughs> Good one, Doug. <die. laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to just about do it here. Um, do it, do it, do, do it, it, do it. Dude, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. It happened. Merry Christmas. Start doing crit walks all over the presents, baby. Hey, man, if it wasn't for traveling during the holidays being such a pain in the ass, I would go up there and spend it with you and your your you're, Italian You're, you're more than welcome to come down here anytime. Well. My dad's got pasta cooking. We got the prime rib going. It's always a fun time. You can hang out with the dogs. My, you, could, you could smoke with my dad if you want. Smoke with your dad? Drink with my dad, uh, do whatever. Yeah, hell yeah. Dude, I would love to hang out with your dad. He's way cooler than hanging out with me. <laughs> so like, you'll have better conversations with him. You know we would have to like record a podcast, all three of us. Dude, I told I told you he's down he's down to be on here. Shit. Don't tempt me, dude. I might look up flights. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Hey Uncle Phil's dude, coming I wanna, to dinner. I wanna come down there in January or something. <laughs> Oh shit. All right. Well, um, if you're still listening, thank you so much. I hope you and your family and friends have a wonderful holiday season. And, um, yeah, we will catch you on the next episode for our first annual spookies awards. That's right. We are doing a 2022 award show. We are going to hand out trophies and <laughs> for all sorts of categories. So it is going to be gonna, absolutely it's ridiculous. It's going to be fun. And it's going to be episode 100. Big mile. Hey, this is episode 100. Yep. All right. We got to kick it up a notch, baby. Yeah. So got to bring those extra spicy wings, Sean Evans. <laughs> this camera, this camera, this camera. All right. Well, thank Tell you for you listening, going everybody. On, Doug. Like. Doug, I love you very much, and uh, have a happy love holidays, you. my friend. Bye, everybody. Have a happy, happy Christmas and ha- Hanukkah, all that stuff.
jokester changed the key on me.